For the community. Bain Basin. Bain Basin. Bain Basin. Bain Basin. Bain Basin. Your radio station. Everybody's radio station.
your sorries for another day. Just keep playing this song so you can feel better. Yeah. Say the word and we can fly away. But we can only help you with the letters. Some letters. Oh, you can't stop this, Sam, even if you wanted to. And if you hate it, pack your bag and go back to school. FM, the home of great music in the Bay and Basin. Here is the radio show for you. Get ready for a new edition of Pick the Flick. Only on Bay and Basin 92.7 FM. The most on the coast. Welcome to another edition of Pick the Flick at Bay and Basin 92.7 FM. This uh, Wednesday, the 5th of April, 3.20. I'm a few minutes late to start today's show. Um, I have a really special show prepared for you today. For uh, As we normally do, we pick the um, film director that celebrates his or her birthday around the, the month where the shows are um, are broadcasted. Um, so I picked Andrei Tarkovsky today as our feature film director for you. Um, I hope you will enjoy um, the uh, a little bit about um, uh, his bio and to know what he's done and uh, his achievements on the in the film industry. And um, I have five sound scores, five tracks from sound scores of his films to play for you. And um, like we normally do, I also have um, is six TV shows, some old, some not so old, to play the pick the flick game with you. And so, ten seconds, I will play ten seconds from the intros of those, and and you can you out there try to recognize who they were. And if you um, if you are able to recognize them, maybe you can write down the, the names and numbers, and and then you can see at the end of the show when I play them in full and I tell you who they were, if your memory was right or not. Uh, you could also get in touch with me here at the studio. You can call me on triple four three nine six double four again triple four three nine six double four, and you can get in touch with me and tell me who you think or what are the names of those shows that you think you recognize. Uh, you can text me as well. We have a text line. It's 0403 572 So either way, if you get in touch with me, 
and, and you are correct on, on your guests, uh, I will announce it on, on the air today. Uh, if not, you can always wait until the end of the show and you will know, you know, if you did, if you, if you had the right, if you remember the, 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 the those tunes and the shows correctly or not. Um, I'll play the 10 seconds from each show, um, a couple of times during the, during the show and then in full at the end. So that's the, that's the plan. So how about we have a, f- um, proper acknowledgement of country before we go any further with the show. Bay and Basin Community Radio is located on the lands of the Wandjawandian people, speakers of the Darawal and Durga languages. We acknowledge the Wandjawandian people, traditional custodians of the area, and recognise a continuing connection to the land, sea, culture and community and pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. That's great. Thank you so much, uh, Brad, for the announcement. And now we are ready to really launch on the show properly. Um, so as I said, today's show is about Andrei Tarkovsky. But before we start his bio and info, let's have a look at the Pick the Flick game. I'll play 10 seconds from the intros of these six TV shows and see how you how do you go with trying to recognize them. Let's... Um, one second. Yeah, let's do it. Who was bringing up three very lovely girls? All of them had hair of gold, like their mother, the youngest. That's number two now. Number three. We belong together. Number four. Number five. And number six. How did you go there? Did you think you recognize one, two, all of them? If you do, make sure you write them down and you can confirm how good your memory and your recollection was at the end of the show. Or you can also get in touch with me here at the 92.7 FM studio. You can call me on 444-39644 or you can text me on 0403 572 If you text, make sure you put your name and you put the number and the name of the show that you th- you think uh, belongs to that, that number. Um, okay, so let's go for Andrei Tarkovsky. Um, his full name is Andrei Arsenievich Tarkovsky. And, and he was a um, Soviet-Russian film director, screenwriter, and film theorist. Uh, his films explore spiritual and mythical uh, themes. And the films were also noted for their slow pacing and long takes and dreamlike visual imagery. And um, the, a lot of preoccupation for nature and memory on his films, as a uh, focus of his films. So he was born on the 4th of April. 1932. He'd be 91 now, and he passed away a few years back. Now, his father was Arseny Alexandrovich Tarkovsky, 
So um, the Arseny is why his second name is Arsenievich. And his father was Ukrainian. So I so thought like an interesting um, aspect of of Tarkovsky. He was a, a Ukrainian father, a Russian mother, and um, extremely successful uh, director. His father was a poet as well, a very famous poet and a translator. And his mother, her name was uh, Maria Vishnyakova. Uh, she was a graduate of a very prestigious literature institute, and she worked as a proofreader for printing press in, in Russia. And they, Tarkovsky enrolled to school in Moscow. They lived in Moscow at the time. They, he was born in a small town, but they moved to Moscow for work, his parents. And he studied piano at music school and then attended art classes at, at school. And he studied Arabic at the Oriental Institute in Moscow, and 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 it was a um, a branch of the Academy of Science of uh, the the Soviet Union at the time. And he did not finish the studies; he dropped out, and and he became a prospector for the Academy of Institute um, non ferrous metals and gold uh, institute. So with that with that institute with that work that he was doing there he participated in a year-long geological research expedition to a very remote part of Russia where they were doing some recollection of metals and stuff and during that expedition he probably had so much time for himself they started uh, researching about film and decided decided to study film so he probably was capturing a lot of you know, image, imagery um, and decided to maybe go for film and he he was an interesting aspect of Tarkovsky is that he truly believed on the paranormal. Uh, he remembers and recalls this with many journalists. One winter night, he was sleeping in a hut while he was in this expedition, and he learned a very mysterious voice. Um, twice this voice was ordering him to go outside and the voice wasn't coming from anywhere any person around him or anything so as soon as he obeyed that command and, and, and walked outside of the cabin an old pine tree fell over the hut and smashed the whole hut to pieces so, so that made him believe that there is something else out there and, and that was you know, telling him, protecting him in a sense, and he believed in the paranormal. He was in contact with mediums and, and, and many things like like that. So he applied for the State Institute of Cinematography when he came back from that expedition, and he was admitting in the film directed program. So his first film, it was a short film, um, as a student, was titled The Killer. And, and that was a really successful film for him. Um, but it was only a short. So his real first feature film was titled Ivan's Childhood. And um, so he actually took over the production of that film from another director, Eduard Abalov, that abandoned the project in the middle of production. So it was a very challenging thing for him to do because he was a very you know young, fresh director. Um, he did so well with that film and um, that um, earned Tarkovsky's uh, international claim and that film won the Golden Lion Award at the Venice Festival 
1962 when Tarkovsky was only 30 years of age so imagine at that young age to get uh, that prize in film is um, you know extremely important in, in, in all over Europe so in 1972 uh, Tarkovsky re- uh, released uh, a film titled Solaris so Solaris is now considered a classic of science fiction and science fiction is my favorite uh, film genre however uh, politics writer Stanislaw Stanislaw Lem created he was a creative um, of uh, the oceanic planet Solaris uh, books so he reacted very negatively to the film because the em- emphasis on the film had been shifted. So he said Tarkovsky's film, not Solaris, but Crime and Punishment book. So that's what, that's what he believes that the writer. At the same time, it is really indisputable that uh, the, the film popularized the book. Um, uh, Solaris, really. Uh, James Cameron, um, another big, big film director. I did a show about James Cameron a few months ago. Um, he long dreamed of remaking Solaris, uh, his own version of the film, um, but he didn't do it. But Steven Soderbergh, another big American film director, did it and, and re- re-released Solaris. Uh, I think, if I'm not mistaken, that version has... Uh, uh, Clooney uh, as the main uh, character, the main, yeah, playing the main character on the film. Uh, Solaris is a science fiction drama. It's uh, based on Lem's book. Uh, it was a 1961 novel. The plot centers on a space station that's orbiting a fictional planet um, named Solaris, which uh, there, there's a scientific mission that stalled because of um, the skeleton crew only three scientists there um, have fallen into an emotional crisis so so a psychologist is sent to the space station there uh, to evaluate the situation and when the psychologist is there he encounters the same mysterious phenomena as the others and that's what sets the scene for the film it's a great film if you haven't watched it the electronic music score for the film was performed by Edouard Artemiev. Edward Artemiev is a Soviet Russian composer and electronic, of electronic music for film score. He collaborated with Andrei Tarkovsky in, in three of the seven films that Andrei Tarkovsky uh, pro- directed. And so it was a significant collaborator of Tarkovsky. Uh, the film sound score features a composition of uh, Johann Sebastian Bach um, and it's in, in, and it's, as its main theme of the film and the first track I have for you today is titled I Call You Lord Jesus Christ that's a, the, the title of the track um, by um, Johann Sebastian Bach and it's performed by Edward Arstemiev for the film Solaris which was directed by Andrei Tarkovsky. So I hope you like it.
You're listening to Community Radio 93.7 FM. Thanks so much, Flynn and Maya, for your announcement. And yes, you're listening to Bay and Basin 92.7 FM. And this is Raul, and the show is Speak the Flick. And the song, uh, the track I just played for you was for the song I Call to You, Lord Jesus Christ, by uh, Johann Sebastian Bach, is the composer. It was performed by Edward Artemiev, and it was uh, part of the sound score of the film Solaris by... Andrei Tarkovsky and today's show is featuring Andrei Tarkovsky so in 1974 uh, Tarkovsky had a the difficult relationship with his father I mean, not in 1974, he had a difficult relationship with his father all his life um, he, his father left the family when Andre was a child so um, in 1974 he released a film titled Mirror and it's actually based on childhood memories of his a total biographical um, film I haven't seen me I have seen Solaris by Tarkovsky and also I've seen Solaris by Soderbergh the previous the first film I haven't seen Mirror so I'm, I need to get my hands on that film um, so Mirror is a drama film it's an unconventional structure uh, incorporates poems composed and read by Tarkovsky's father and Arseny and the film features, features as well Tarkovsky's wife, uh, Larissa Tarkovskyava, Tarkovskaya, sorry, Tarkovskaya, and Tarkovsky's mother, um, Maria Vishnakova, Vishnyakova. And so, um, Edward Artemiev was also, uh, irresponsible for the incidental music and sound effects through the film. So Mirror initially polarized critics um, and the audiences, with many finding the narrative totally incomprehensive, it doesn't make any sense, but um, since its release, it has been reappraised by many critics and audiences, actually. That's why I want to watch it now. And, and it's considered uh, Tarkovsky's masterpiece, that film. So the second track I have for you today uh, is from the film Mirror. Uh, the soundtrack was composed, as I said, by Edward Artemiev, and the title for the song is The Old Year Has Passed, and it's also by Johann Sebastian Bach. And here it is, and it's performed by Edward Artemiev.
92.7 FM, the home of great music in the Bay and Basin. Nothing good ever happens in my life. I'm just angry and bored all the time. I don't know who I am anymore or what makes me happy. My friend said I should talk to someone and get some help. Mum took me to the doctor and he said I had depression. The psychologist helped me deal with anxiety and stuff. You can help someone find a way back from anxiety and depression at youthbeyondblue.com or phone 1300 Thanks for the announcement and uh, you're back to Pick the Flick. And the last track I played for you was a title, The Old Year Has Passed. And it was composed by uh, by Bach. Um, it was performed by Andre Aremiev. And, and it was part of the sound score of the film Mirror by um, Andrei Tarkovsky. So um, the director, um, entire creative life was struggle against uh, a struggle against censorship in the Soviet Union. As you can imagine of the, of the time, um, his scripts were banned many times. Uh, his work was strongly revised and often ended in forgotten shelves, you know, somewhere. And so over a career spanning more than 20 years in the Soviet Union, Tarkovsky only directed six feature-length films, seven actually. And eventually he emigrated and, and managed to shoot three films while living expatriated. So feature-length was only one of those three. So six feature-length films while he was living in Russia, one, or Soviet Union at the time, one when he was living outside um, as an expat, and then he also did two shorts while he was living outside. Um, so the film Stoker is, is one of the films that he did while he was um, still um, a resident of the Soviet Union. But he filmed most of the film outside of the Soviet Union. So um, Stoker was released in 1979, and Tarkovsky drifted even further away from the, the original source, um, who was the novel Roadside Picnic by the Strugatsky brothers, uh, writers, uh, Russian writers. Um, there's a very, very famous so Soviet sci-fi um, novel, and the writers were very well known in the Soviet Union at the time, But and they were not offended at all by the changes that Tarkovsky made to their book um, when, the, when he created the script version. And in, nine, in 2016, the um, the Strugatsky brothers tried to launch a TV series in the U.S. that, um, um, together with um, American directors, that was a lot closer to their original novel. Um, but the the project didn't didn't work. You know, it it flopped after the pilot episode, and it wasn't really the. It wasn't delivering uh, the right uh, story for for the for the visual um, me, uh, media. Uh, in 2021, uh, they re-released it, uh, and, and they created a 12-episode um, animation series in Japan called Other Side Picnic. And again, it's the same 
story that Tarkovsky used. But if you look at Stoker and you compare it with all, any of those two, it's very, very different uh, what Tarkovsky did in his film. The film tells the story of an expedition that is led by a figure that is known as the Stoker. And this figure guides the clients, um, two clients only. One is a melancholic writer seeking inspiration. The other client is a professor that is seeking scientific discovery. And so this guide is taking them through a very hardest wasteland um, to a very mysterious restricted site that is known as the zone. And when they reach that site... Uh, there should be a room, and this room would grant a person's innermost desires. So that's why these people are going there. So the film combines elements of science fiction, um, psychological drama, um, theological themes, psychological themes, everything. And it's a, it's a wonderful film, and it's slow. Uh, but um, and if you like science fiction like I do, uh, it's one of my favorite films. Uh, in 2018, the film was voted the 49th greatest non-English language films of film of all times by the BBC, and they had 209 critics from 43 countries, countries, and thousands of films that were considered for this. So to achieve um, 49. Uh, in a 1979 film, science fiction that didn't have the special effects or techniques that we have today um, in 2018. It's a, it's a wonderful achievement for Tarkovsky. Um, also, the online review aggregator Rotten Tomatoes, I don't know if you're familiar with a website, Rotten Tomatoes is a website that uh, review film, and they rated um, the stalker by um, Tarkovsky as 100%. They don't have a lot of films with 100% votes. And 41 reviews were all top uh, score. So, um, they, and then they stated as a summary of the, the, the aggregated review, uh, Stoker is a complex, oblique, parable, that draws unforgettable images and philosophical musings from its sci-fi thriller setting. It's a very interesting film. Um, the third track I have for you today is titled Meditation, and it was created by Edward Artemiev, and the composer that has been behind the other films as well with Tarkovsky for the soundtracks. Um, so here it is. For, for from the film Stoker.
Margo here, and you're listening to 92.7 Bay and Basin FM, where we love all types of music. Thanks so much, Margo. And yes, you're listening to Bay and Basin 92.7 FM. This is Raul, and this show is The Pick the Flick. Um, I played a track um, titled Meditation, and it was uh, created by Edward Artemiev, uh, and it was used uh, in the sound score for the film Stoker. Um, it's that if that track doesn't make you feel like it raises the hair of your the, your neck and uh, the back of your neck is like it's the the whole film is um, the feeling that you get when you watch the film is very much in a, aligned to the feeling that you get when you listen to the track. It's incredible how much um, Artemia was able to capture that in that music. Um, before we continue with, I have two more. Uh, films and, and songs and tracks to play for you um, but um, I wanted to normally I, um, I would like to uh, I would play um, an ad for our sponsor uh, Husky Sun Pictures and um, the ad is not working in the system so I'll have my my goal here at, uh, at, at being able to tell you what uh, what the cinema is uh, showing this week um, so one of the films showing at this Husky Cinemas is uh, the, the Super Mario Brothers movie and that is a story of the Super Mario Brothers on their journey through the Mushroom Kingdom. So um, that movie is, on, is showing at the cinema um, from April 6th. It's an animation, adventure, comedy type of film. And then the other film uh, that is showing also at the theater is uh, Dungeons and Dragons. And Honor Among Thieves, that is the full title for the film. And it's a, a fantasy action and adventure film. And it starts, uh, started on March 30th and, and it's gonna go for a little bit longer at the, at the cinema. And it's a, a charming thief and a band of unlikely adventurers embark on an epic quest to retrieve um, a lost relic by things go dangerously awry uh, when they run a fool of the wrong people a foul I think it's a foul of the wrong people sorry my pronunciation uh, so that um, that is a, a great film as well showing at the Husky some pictures and the other two films are, are also showing within these days um, one is called Living and it's with Bill Nighy um, overwhelmed at work and lonely at home a civil servant's life takes a heartbreaking turn when a medical diagnosis tells him his time is short so influenced by a local decadent and a vibrant woman he continues to search for meaningful for meaning until a simple revelation uh, gives him a purpose to create a legacy for the next generation so 
sounds like a very interesting film and and I really like um, Bill Nighy so I think I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch that one uh, it's, uh, it's been on since the March 30th as well so it's be there for at least maybe another week um, and the last film that is also showing at the Husky Pictures is Shazam and the full title is uh, Shazam um, A Fury of the Gods that's the, that's the full title and that film has been already at the theatre for a couple of weeks and it may be there for just a few more days it's an action-adventure comedy. Uh, the description is the film continues the story of the teenage Bill, Billy Batson, who, upon reciting the magic word Shazam, is transformed into his adult superhero alter ego. So, uh, another great film there. So, Husky Pictures um, is located at the corner of Sydney Street and Owen Street in Huskisson. And if you want to get in touch with them to find out more about the films and book your tickets, and their, their phone number is triple four one five zero seven six. Okay, and before I go back into more um, information and films information about Tarkovsky, um, I'm going to have another go at our pick the flick game. So I'll play the ten seconds from the song. See, see if you can recognize who, the names of these uh, the old TV shows. Who was Number one. Three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold. Like their mother. The youngest. Number two. Number three. We belong together. You and I forever and ever. Number four. Number five. And the last one, number six. There you go. So if you think you recognize any, make sure you write the number and the name you think uh, belongs to that uh, that intro song. And then you can confirm it later. At the end of the show, I'll play them in full and I'll tell you who they were. So we'll go back to Tarkovsky. In 1986, he released his next project, and that film was titled Nostalgia. So Tarkovsky traveled to Italy during the summer of 1979. Um, and... Uh, he was shooting a documentary there with his friend Tonino Guerra. And he, he later returned to Italy in 1980 for an extended trip where he and Guerra completed the script for the film Nostalgia. In, 19, in the year of 1982, he returned to Italy again to start shooting Nostalgia. And, uh, but most films withdrew from, the, from most film uh, sponsors withdrew from the project, and and he he thought he sought and received financial backing from the Rai, uh, which is the um, Italian uh, radio and television network, or it's like the ABC, and it was a national public broadcasting company for Italy. So he completed the film in 1983. 
and uh, it was presented at the Cannes Film Festival and where it won the International Federation Film Critics Prize and the prize of the ecumenical jury. So the film is a Soviet-Italian drama and depicts a Russian writer who visits Italy to carry out uh, research about an 18th century Russian composer but is stricken by homesickness and the film utilizes autobiographical autobiographical, sorry, elements from, from Tarkovsky's own experience uh, while he was in Italy visiting his friend and explores themes around in the untranslatability of art and culture. There are some things that you cannot just take from one place to another. And the fourth track or for you I have for you today is from that film. It's titled The Well-Tempered Clavier. And it's also by Bach. As you can see, Tarkovsky tends to choose classical, very, very big classical music from Bach for his films. Um, it's performed by Sviatoslav Richer, and, and that was a Russian classical pianist. And it's regarded as the best Russian pianist of all time. And so here is the song. I hope you like it.
name's India, and you're listening to the best station, Bone Basin FM, 92.7. Thanks, India. And I played the last track for you, and that was uh, called, uh, the title of the track was well, The Well-Tempered Clavier and uh, by uh, Johann Sebastian Bach, and it was performed by Sviatoslav Richer, um, Russia's, the Soviet Union's best pianist ever, and uh, it was from the film Nostalgia that was directed by Tarkovsky. So I've come to the last film I have for you, or the last track I have for you too. Um, so it's um, in the year of 1984, Tarkovsky prepared um, for the film The Sacrifice, which was um, finally shot in Sweden. It's, a, it's the only uh, feature film length that was uh, Tarkovsky was able to completely um, do outside of the Soviet Union. And in 1985 he shot it, and in 1986 he released it. And uh, so uh, Igmar Berman was Tarkovsky's idol, and the feeling of admiration and respect was mutual. So the Swedish film legend once called Tarkovsky his director the greatest master of cinema. So while he was working on, on the last masterpiece, Sacrifice, Tarkovsky hired Bergman's entire team, from the lead actor to the office administrator, everyone was working for Tarkovsky. And he even wanted to f- shoot the film on the island four, and that island is where Bergman lives. And Bergman shot uh, some of his films there, so but he was not able to, to do it. And so he shot it in a, in a military base nearby, um, and and uh, actually he could not shoot it there because it's near a military base. And so he was actually given the opportunity to shoot it in another island called Gotland. So um, the most surprising um, thing is that Bergman and Tarkovsky never met in person. However, they, they, were, they attended the same events at the House Cinema in Stockholm, but they missed each other while they were there. The film The Sacrifice centers on a middle-aged intellectual who attempts to bargain with God to stop an impeding nuclear holocaust. The film combines pagan and Christian religious themes. The Sacrifice was Tarkovsky's third film as a Soviet expat, but only the first feature film. And the film was presented at the Cannes Film Festival and received the Grand Prix Special Du Jury, the International Federation of Films Critics Critics Prize, and the Ecumenical Ecumenical Jury Prize as well. Also, uh, the film won the British Academy of Film and Television Award uh, for the best foreign, foreign language film. And so I, I have the fifth track and final track I have for you today. It's titled Have Mercy, My God. And, and it's from Bach as well. And it's, it's performed by the Netherlands Bach Society. And, and it was used um, like this in the sound score for the film The Sacrifice.